Hate yourself! James Dundon. This is all your fault, you and your stupid program. James Dundon. Please feel free to bask in my glow. Hey, thanks for getting on the James Dundon podcast. I do a show on Heart in Cornwall, which you can listen to live weekdays, 4 till 7 p.m. Alternatively, if you keep listening with your... Alter, I slurred my words then. I haven't touched a drop. Alternatively, if you keep listening with your ears, you will hear this. He's like popular. <laughs> and this. <gasps> I sold a wardrobe to him. But first, this. If you're like me and you don't like the spitters, it's a nightmare at the minute because when you go on your Facebook or your Twitter or your Insta or whatever, you, you scroll down the news feed and you just see graphic pictures of eight-legged things. It's awful. You just can't escape it. Not just newspaper websites doing articles about people being scared of spiders and putting graphic pictures of them on there. Thanks. But also just people like seeing them on their living room carpet and going, ooh, I'll take a picture. Look at the size of this one. No, stop it. Stop it. Now, I was I was in Lakeland, in Truro, and I... Because it's nice to look through the uh, pretty things in Lakeland. All these cooking implements that I don't understand what they do, because I don't cook. But it's nice to dream. And I was looking through, and there was this clear plastic tube with a pump on the end of it, and I thought, well, uh, that looks... that looks. I'm sure I've seen one of those somewhere before on the internet. It, it, a clear plastic tube with a pump, it looked... Well, it looks like, looks like you'd blow balloons up with it. What were you thinking? Anyway, I was looking at this, uh, this plastic pump thing, this tube, and I, was, I suddenly realised it's a spider catcher. This is an actual thing, and if you Google this, there's a spider catcher that's a clear plastic tube that's, that's so long. Yeah, that big. And it's, 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 got, it's nine volt, battery operated, <laughs> and you turn it on. It's, it's all highly dodgy. And it basically sucks up the spider into the tube... And then you walk out towards your front door with it at arm's length, still running. You open your front door. My neighbours are thinking, what the heck? There you got. And you're there. And then if you flick the tube, the spider drops out of the tube and scuttles away. And then decides to make another attempt to break into your house, no doubt. It's useless. What a useless invention. Uh, Lakeland for twelve ninety nine, uh, and for God's sake, don't leave it on your coffee table. If you've got visitors coming round, you, you're, well, it's a conversation starter. Denise, you've you've got the clear plastic tube that I described, the clear plastic tube that sucks up the spider. Yes, it is, but I just wish it was a little bit longer, actually. <laughs> Why? Well, <laughs> the spider is too close to the the handle. <laughs> you know, if, if you. Yes, you can you can see it next to your hand through the little plastic glass. Is that the the problem? Yeah. How often have you used it for your twelve ninety nine purchase? Um, before the battery ran out. Oh, about ten times. So now you see a spider and you go to use it and you go, oh, flipping out. I haven't got any double A's. What am I going to do? No, I've just no, I've just ordered another one. This one is the brush. There's no batteries. You just uh, pull the trigger and the brush goes around the spider. <laughs> my and it up and you can my drop God, it you really are trying everything, aren't you, Denise? You got on it because I've seen oh, those yes, brush, like try, those little bristles that fold once, up. James. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Especially with that pump. But with the with the with, with the bristles, it's a useless invention because you've got to focus on the spider. You've got to focus your eyes on the spider. When you go towards it, it will move, and then you will jump feet. I don't like the ones the big mummies come in and they've got legs like hairy twiglets. I mean, they're absolutely huge. <laughs> I'm not coming around your house for nibbles then. <laughs> Cheers, Denise. Bye, darling. Bye. 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 Enjoy your hairy twiglets. Uh, Sarah from Landreth, what's your spider deterrent? Uh, my cat. He is the chief spider catcher in the house. 
<laughs> so the cat hunts the spiders down and ejects them. Kills the spiders? Oh, no, he doesn't, actually. Well, he plays with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. We're going to go to Anne in Penring, because Anne has the ultimate in unique cures for spiders. Anne, what do you have dotted around your house to keep the spiders out? Yeah, tarantulas. <laughs> so you, you put, you've got a tarantula in your house and you see no other spiders? Yeah, we've got ten. If a house spider smells a tarantula, they don't come in. <laughs> I can't be. You can come down and check if you like. Yeah, no, I'm all right, actually. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Okay, bye, Anne. If you're worried about spiders in your house, uh, I suggest you get a visit from my friend, Brooke. Hi, Brooke. Hello. Hey, Brooke. How old are you? I'm nine. Nine years old. And what do you call spiders, Brooke? Fred. What? Why Why do you call them Fred? Because it's a funny name. It is, isn't it? Are they, yeah. Are they all called Fred? Even the lady spiders, are they Fred as well? Yeah. Oh, they are, yeah. All Freds. Brooke, I love it. Is your mum there? Your mum, Lisa? Hello. Hey, Lisa. So they're, they're Freds, aren't they? Yeah, she says, Mummy, look, there's a Fred there. Oh. Catches them. They're all her pets. Well, uh, right, what, she goes and picks them up? Yeah, she does now. She's not scared of them anymore. Right. She catches the Freds. Uh, <laughs> and what does she do with them? Uh, she puts them in my plant in the kitchen. Right, what, just in a house plant? It's a Fred tree. We have a Fred tree, which has all <laughs> the spiders in. <laughs> Are you a, do you like the spiders, Lisa, or not? I'm not a, not the biggest fan of spiders. Yeah. Why don't you, why don't you yeah. tell her that the Fred tree's out in the garden so she catches them for you and takes them out of the house so you don't have to deal <laughs> with it? Yeah, I should really. I should that put would, one in the garden for her. really good. Thanks, Lisa and Brooke. And and the Freds. Bye. I love this. It's like a real show. James Dundon. You could buy a ruined 17th century cottage on Bodmin Moor. It's been featured in Poldark. It's been on the telly. Uh, £400,000. And for £400,000, you basically get um, a pile of stones. It lit- it's got no roof. It's barely got outside walls. I mean, you could try putting polyphenol, but you, you probably need to go to Trago's, you know, get a few tubes. Uh, it's it's off-grid, as they say. In other words, it's got no electricity, no phone line. It's got no running water. Well, it has. It's got running water through the roof. But apart from that, it's, you know... Completely derelict, £400,000, but it's got planning permission to turn the three former cottages into one large detached house. Kevin McLeod could come round. You could do a grand design. It'd be good, wouldn't you? Imagine winning the lottery and doing that. I'd do it. That's what I'm doing. Right, I just need to get a ticket. That's probably my first step. By the way, if, if you heard the word Poldark and your ears pricked up and you thought, oh, I wonder what they're up to at the minute, they have now finished filming in Cornwall. They finished at the weekend, so Poldark filming has now moved to Somerset which will be good because their attempts at the Cornish accent will fit in well up there. You're a bit new, but you're a bit... Ross Poldark's mine, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Bake Off tonight. It's Pastry Week. Uh, I think well, what we need is someone to make a pasty tonight. For Pastry Week, that's, not, that's, that's never happened before. And Bake Off owe us one. They've already insulted us. Chris's individual biscuits will have to represent the whole of Great Britain. But I apologise to Cornwall now. Oh, I think I've chopped them off. Oh! Oh, anyway, I was saying with with Bake Off, with Pastry Week, 
I keep seeing Bake Off Pastry Week and getting excited because I keep thinking of the word pastry. It, I automatically assume it says pasty. Do you know what? I, I, that's a Cornish thing. Uh, Sarah texts me, I agree. I thought Bake Off were doing pasty week. Dan texts saying, I was in a cafe the other day in Perrinpolf. I ordered the beef pasty and was thoroughly disappointed when they actually bought out a beef patty. <laughs> I misread it. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Dan. But, but it's a common problem in Cornwall. James Dundon. I, I was making radio shows for fun. If, if everybody does it. At least everybody I know does. Shut up! You know Benji from Truro auditioned on The X Factor? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, that guy. I had a message from Benji on Twitter about 11 o'clock at night and he said, uh, hello. <laughs> no, he said, uh, he said, I've got my new CD. Can I drop it into heart? And I said, well, uh, I'd love to drive in and meet you at the radio station, but I've, I can't. I've had a couple of beers. And he said, well, where do you live? So he ended up in my living room. It is 25 to midnight and it's Benji off the X Factor. Yeah! <laughs> This is just the most surreal. I got washing up in the sink. I made them take their shoes off so they didn't walk mud through. This is just ridiculous. I can't believe I made Benji, the hot favourite, to win the X Factor, take off his shoes to come inside my house. So what was I thinking? Rude. Uh, Truro boy Benji, in my living room, the most informal interview you'll ever hear. 25 to midnight, and I've got a, I've got a late night guest. It's Benji off the X Factor. Yeah! This is just the most surreal Because <laughs> you've just literally come back. I mean, you must be knackered. Well, Dad must be knackered. He's doing all the driving. Well, uh, well. <laughs> been, but what a day of adrenaline. So what are we now? We're 25 to midnight. Oh, what? So much adrenaline. I don't know. It was just my first time doing, like, live telly. Okay. First time doing, like, live telly. So just the nerves were extra there. You know, I've done interviews with, like, you, say. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know that, like, you can cut out awkward bits, but I knew that if I didn't have a question <laughs> answered on the spot, like, I don't know, I had to, like, revise stuff. I don't know, it was... It was... And also, I think I think with, with telly, because you've got all these screens flashing everywhere and all yeah. these countdowns and there's people in the gallery there shouting... Yeah, and, and like, people, like, cameramen. count down with their fingers in silence and it's just really, like, intimidating. And, just, like, and you said there were people, like, talking on the studio floor while your interview was going on. You could yeah, hear that. Yeah, like... The TV yeah, doesn't pick that up. Yeah, like, when I... I walked into the room and then it fell and heard you talking. They were really quiet. And then I like whispered and then my dad was like, shh, you know, like, shh. <laughs> and they were like, no, it's fine. Like talking like full volume. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, it's just, just like, nuts. This is, uh, this is, uh, this is nuts. I got Benji off the X Factor in my living room. I got, <laughs> I got washing up in the sink. I made them take their shoes off so they didn't walk mud through. This is just ridiculous. So, with the Twitter and the social media thing, have you managed to keep up with that? It must be... Because every time I look at your Twitter, you have gained tens of followers and Facebook as well. It's, like, growing by the second. Just generally, I'm always on my phone anyways. I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it's just nice. It's just nice. It's just dead nice just reading people's comments and, like... Um, oh, that's... <laughs> that's See? He's, like, popular. <laughs> Phone's going off all the time here. Ridiculous. <laughs> Get him a secretary. James Dundon. Hey, that's quite a voice you've got there. You ever think about doing radio? Hiya, James Dundon. You're all right. And Jess is here. Jess, what have we got on the nightly news then? Coming up on the programme tonight, it's all gone a little bit wrong for the Prime Minister. James! 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 <coughs> but prosperity is key. 
dealing with our debts. It's coming up at 6.45. Does anyone else feel sorry for Theresa May? I've heard for the first time I actually feel right sorry. Because getting a coughing fit, that's no laughing matter. We've all been there, but it's like, that's... I mean, the way she hugged her husband when he came on the stage at the end, she was like, get me out of here, clinged on. Bless her. It did all go wrong, and the cough was... <coughs> dealing with our debts. <coughs> <laughs> right. I, I, I haven't edited that. No, no, I haven't. James Dundon. Hey, that's quite a voice you've got there. You ever think about doing radio? James Morrison, Nelly Vitado, it's on heart. And uh, yeah, I didn't win the Euro Millions either. Oh, it was, what was it? 168 million won by one person in Spain. Hmm. I and I I bought a ticket and I never buy a Euro Millions ticket, but when it's a massive jackpot, I always think I stand a better chance in winning. So <laughs> I buy the ticket. Anyway, there you go. I, I, well, mind you, so someone said to me, uh, that, uh, did you check the Million Maker code? What's it, what's it called? Millionaire Maker. Because uh, I just looked at the numbers and went, oh, no, I haven't won, and chucked it out. Uh, apparently there's, a, there's like a, a code on there that you're meant to match as well for a chance. I didn't do that. Do I, do I need to go through my bin? I'm I'm a bit. I'm wondering if I should. Uh, Janine's in gold. Sydney. Janine, what did you throw away? Um, I managed about twenty five, thirty years ago to throw my wages check away um, after I'd been paid on a Friday night, oh. and then somehow managed to throw my engagement ring away. Actually, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, yeah, it's kind of an ongoing thing in my house. The first thing everybody checks when I say something missing is actually the bin because I tend to throw stuff away. <laughs> Are you quite you quite a clean, tidy person? No, not necessarily. I just have a habit of just de-junking and just kind of, oh, well, just put it in the bin. <laughs> See, this is what I do. It's like I looked at the Euro Millions numbers and went, yeah, get it out of the way. I don't know. I don't want that hanging around my kitchen worktop for a week. And then, uh, yes. I might That's have, the one, yeah. I might have to go through the bin now. I'm, I'm ta- Did you find the yeah. engagement ring in the end? Yeah, actually, my then husband did actually find the engagement ring. Amazing. Um, he, he's a keeper. Actually- yeah, I hadn't actually thrown it in the bin, so he'd gone through about four bin bags. <laughs> <before> <laughs> it gets better. James Dundon. Gee, your station has a lot of problems. Um, is it just me? Is it just loads of pound coins still around, Sue? Because I, I squirrel them away for parking. Yeah, Cornwall Council, I allow myself a parking budget because of you. Because I, I, I cleaned out the car this morning and did some hoovering and, and washing it. And I found three old pound coins and I'm starting to panic because it's like I'm finding them everywhere. When are they going to be used by this weekend? I mean, I know you can take them to the bank, but it's like, it's a lot of effort. You know, so... And and it, it may, maybe you heard in the news with Jess, Jess did mention this in the news, Poundland going to continue accepting the old pound coins for, for a little while, I think a couple of weeks... Which I think is quite fun. So you can go in there after they're officially not legal tender and, and still spend them with Poundland, which I quite like the idea of that. And if you go into Poundland at the minute, you will see loads of Donald Trump-themed stock. And you might be scratching your head thinking, well, why, why is this? Well, it's because um, certain companies went, went ahead and designed and produced a load of Donald Trump merchandise for the UK state visit. It was when Donald Trump was supposedly coming over here and, and now it turns out he's not coming over, so... So it's all unusable. So Poundland have bought it very cheap and they're flogging it on. And do you know what their excuse for it is? Halloween. I don't think they like me very much. <laughs> Halloween section. Yeah. I do it. You do it. But I'll admit, I do it too because you walk down the street, you don't mean to, you just hear a bit of someone's conversation. 
Uh, keep your ears open for these. James Dundon's Overheard in Cornwall. We're loving them. Uh, Lauren was in Tesco's Camborne. <laughs> you, you know in Tesco's Camborne, they've got the band wall. Like They've got a wall of photo, photos of locals who are banned from the store. It's very good. And uh, Lauren uh, overheard uh, one woman in Tesco's Camborne point at the band wall and gasp, oh, I sold a wardrobe to him. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Emma's on high Ems. Hello. Hey, uh, so where did you hear this in Cornwall? Um, I was walking through um, Cherry Town Slash on, on the piazza and somebody was um, looking in a window of a cafe and asked her person she was with, what's a cream tea? And he said, it's a cup of tea made out of cream, duh, what else can it be? <laughs> a, cu- a cream tea is a cup of tea with cream instead of milk, basically. That's, yeah, maybe maybe if you go to Devon. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen a Devon cream tea with the, with the cream on first. Bit weird. <laughs> James Dundon. Ooh, 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 let's go with... Ooh, ooh, make sure wins. Bon Jovi on heart. Uh, now playing in St. Just Warren's Bakery. They go, they go, their main headquarters for Warren's is in St. Just. And they now have music over a tannoy. And we're on. So thanks for choosing Heart Gang. I want to I wanna bend your ear sometime about an idea I've got, because I, I saw Littles are doing a wine advent calendar. I, I was thinking, um, past the advent calendar? Could we do... I don't know quite how it would work, but... And the other problem is, even if we did do, like, a pasty behind every door, I just scoffed 24 on the 1st of December, so I don't... wouldn't quite work. Yeah, we'll part that. Thank you, Warrens, for listening to Heart. Donald Trump's invented a new word. One of the greatest of all terms I've, I've come up with is fake. I guess other people oh. have used it perhaps over the years, but I've never noticed it. Fake? What? Fake? Oh, Donald Trump invented the word fake. Yes, that's right. I guess other people have used it perhaps over the years, but I've never noticed it. No, you're right. Fake. Mm. Donald Trump likes inventing words. Sometimes he comes to Cornwall and, and nicks words from our vocabulary and then uses them and people go, wow, he's invented a word. Like, it's a huge problem. Yeah, he's huge. I'm not a huge believer in the global warming. <laughs> he's picking up the corner's expressions. Huge problem. problem. It's a huge problem. James Dundon. Now, Mrs. Now, please. Now, no to drink. Happy birthday, Dawn French. 60 years old today. Happy birthday, Dawn French, and many more. She was on Loose Women, and after they stopped uh, the cameras rolling off air, they bought her on a special birthday present. What would you give Dawn French for her 60th birthday? A pasty. Yes. It's your favourite thing. It even yes. has your name on it. Literally, yes. it has your name written all over <laughs> it. Oh, and it was a bit awkward because she was looking at it like, well, right, so I've come all the way here from Cornwall and you've got me a blimmin' pasty. I'm a, a birthday pasty. We That's love pasty. We even had discussions. Do you put candles Never. in the pasty? Oh, no. Never. Do you know Never. what I thought you were about to say? Carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, no carrot in that pasty because they got it made by Etherington's near Scoria. Good work, proper. Yeah. At least I did their research, I suppose. James Dundon at heart through till seven, and then Mary Berry is with Sean Welby after seven tonight. Mary, the legend, Mary Berry, because Mary Berry's new book, all about household hacks. Hints and tips around the home. I love it. Like, spray your bath towels with Scotch Guard to prevent mildew. That makes sense. It makes sense. And always have extra lard available because you never know. Yeah. Ah, 
yeah, extra lard, yeah. But by the way, these are mine. These aren't Mary Berry's. My household hacks. But I, I, I'm sure you're enjoying them. Cover your cat in Mr Sheen to dust those hard-to-reach places. It really, it's going to save you a lot of time. James Dundon. They are laughing at you. National Curry Week. Uh, Morrison's are doing a special curry. You can buy the Volcanic Vindaloo. Uh, it's a supermarket curry with the hottest chilies, uh, over 200 times hotter than Tabasco sauce. So that's hot. That's hot. And it's £1.50. Uh, literally, they're giving it away. No one will buy that. It's... Uh... <laughs> And it's so hot, Morrison's have even put an age restriction on it. Hot curry, no under-16s allowed, which is fine, because I've been to Morrison's in Redruth. They're all over 60 in there. Literally, I, they all stand in the aisle having a gossip. It's like a coffee morning at Morrison's. Yeah, what Ginsters have done? Ginsters have gone gourmet. Oh, uh, Ginsters have teamed up with a Michelin-star chef for a new food influenced from Cornwall's mining heritage. Oh, coal dust? Dust, then. You can have as much coal dust as you like. No, no, no. Uh, Chris Eden, Michelin star chef at Port Scaffo's Driftwood Hotel. He's come up with a recipe for the new Mexican chili beef slice. Gourmet Ginsters in Tesco's Nationwide from next month. Gourmet Ginsters. Don't worry about Brexit Britain. We're going to be fine. James Dundon. You just got kicked out of Cornwall for skipping. This is not exactly the way you want to start out. And Louise texts me saying uh, KFC Penzance was still handing out old pound coins on, on Saturday night. It's changed. She said, I was cross with my husband when he got home for taking it. <laughs> we I love boy. He went out, got KFC, did all the work, came back. Here's your change, dear. Gave the change. You've got an old pound. You can imagine it all kicking off. Sorry, Louise. You know we we're not all perfect. Um, uh, uh, on the subject as well of, of keeping the odd old quid, they say it's a good thing if you have got because it's like I've got one in my wallet. I must have been given it from someone in change. It's like, I don't want that, but no, it's a good thing. Apparently, keep it in your car. You never know when you might come across a vending machine that hasn't been converted. That's what they're saying. Apparently, there's still a lot of work to do to come in line with the new currency. And Pete and Penryn's got a thought. You've got a thought on that, haven't you, Pete? If they haven't changed the machines in the ladies' and gents' toilets, there's going to be a big baby boom for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't think of that. Yes, well... Not neither did they. Yeah. Truro boy Benji uh, voted out of the X Factor. He didn't get through the six-chair challenge of the weekend. He's out. Cornwall boys off the X Factor. Louis doesn't know what he's doing. Louis has no... He sent Benji home. The other three judges looked at Louis like, what, huh? You sent Benji home? When we caught up with Benji, he told me the plan is to get a CD out regardless whether he wins it or not. Like, I'm doing, I'm doing it, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. Wow. <laughs> when do you think it's going to be ready? Oh, I don't know, I need time, boys. I need time? time. <laughs> what, like Christmas? I mean, fingers crossed. I mean, get it out Christmas, call it the X Factor winner's CD. <laughs> yeah? James Dundon. The boy's an absolute lunatic. Katie, hi, Katie, what's your word? It's cats. Cats? What, pet cats? cats. cats. No, oh. the musical cats. Oh, on the stage, lovey. <laughs> Treading the board, yes, you big thespian, Katie, you. <laughs> what, where are you doing cats? We are doing it at Newtie Terrace School with Newtie Stage Company. Um, we open a week today. So oh. We're rehearsing. Last we're on minute. Rehearsal tech last week. minute bits. What, what's your role in this, Katie? 
I'm playing Danita. Oh, give me a give me a line from Danita. Your character in Cats. Give me no spoilers, but just give me a line. Go on, act it out. Meow. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Shape of you. Says Sharon, and this has been James Dunn getting it home at heart. Hopefully, I haven't sounded a bit too one-sided in my mouth because I, I, I have the filling this morning because it's just like a dentist and it's been oh. God. I can't. Do you know, I'm going to go home tonight and YouTube someone getting a filling because I have no idea what she was doing inside my mouth. At one point, she put a plastic bag in there. It's like, what are you doing, dear? I have no idea what's going on. Thanks for downloading the James Dunn podcast. Listen live, 4 till 7 p.m. weekdays, Heart Cornwall. You can download the app or listen on FM and DAB. Thank you, please. There will be another pod soon, so make sure you rate and subscribe. See ya. James Dundon.